This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So we do have TV to watch. That's the good part. We you don't do, have a lot and of have you? I don't know anyone who is a big Hollywood history junkie. There is a great documentary on the 100 years of Warner Brothers. It's on Max right now. Oh, really? Four parts. Everything's, it's all available right now. They dropped, I think, the first two and then the second two, but they're all available now on Max. It is so good. It goes from the very beginning to the start of Warner Brothers all the way up to the present. Okay, now, you got to tell me there's a huge part of Groucho Marx in there because he You'll battled Warner Brothers all the time when he worked for them. You'll get a little. You'll really? See. Just a little? Just a little. Well, oh. you have to go through 100 years. <laughs> I suppose they can't. Yeah, they can't waste they a lot of time. Do, they need to do a Groucho Marx, uh, you know, four-part documentary on himself. So, <laughs> Do you hear, ever hear what the, what the four guys did to Jack Warner? Because Jack Warner was pissed off at the Marx Brothers over something. He calls him into his office, and then he's not there when they get there. In other words, he's kind of you know, hi-hatting them. I'm going to make them wait for a while before I go see them. He walked into his office about an hour late, and the four of them were sitting around on the floor. They had put his furniture in the fireplace because they said it was too cold in there. <laughs> oh, dang. Wow. Now, that's a Groucho move all the way. Wow. I loved it. Loved it. Stuff that doesn't happen in Hollywood anymore. Oh, no. no. I could see that not happening. Everyone would get sued. It's just, it would be in litigation. I love those like old stories. Oh God, mm-hmm. those stories are the, you know, the power struggles between the actors and the uh, the, the owners, and it, it's a hell of. I'm surprised it still exists with the battles that went on. The, that Hollywood still exists. Yes. It didn't eat itself. Yes, I thought it would eat itself eventually, but it hadn't it so far. Too much money to eat itself. That's true. It's a very yeah. good point. <laughs> I'd like to come home though, and you see your like your favorite chairs in the fireplace on fire. <laughs> 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 That's kind of cold, but it's, it's very Groucho-like. One, very Groucho-like to do something like that, no doubt. I thought he was one of the most brilliant men ever. Just sitting around ad-libbing, he was hilarious on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah, there are show, very few people that can ad-lib that quick. I mean, Robin Williams would probably be another one that yeah, I would think of. Yeah. Um, and I, Robin Williams, I never, I never felt like I could keep up with his brain. It was so fast. In a sad way. Don't you agree? Yeah. It was a very sad thing watching him. Did he steal as much in, much uh, material as they accused him of? Yeah. God. Did he really? Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, so Tammy Pescatelli, who was a friend of mine, last time I was doing shows with her, she was t- uh, telling some old Robin Williams stories. And she would say that if Robin walked into the to the store, there would be like rumblings with all the comedy store in L.A. <laughs> that there would be rumblings amongst the other comics like, hey, don't put out, don't do your best material. Oh, sure. Because sure. Robin will steal it. And there were times where he would do it. He would steal a joke and then he'd come back to the store. But he was very good about it because he would steal a joke. But he would always come back to the store and go, hey, uh, that joke, I'm going to put it on my special. So here is a check for a thousand dollars. You can take it or leave it. And they would go, I'll take it. Right. Because he's going to do it either way. Yeah, because right. he's Robin right. Williams, right. so he might as well just take the money. money. Yeah, so but yeah, he was uh, he did it a lot, a lot. That's why huh. God killed Super him young. Complicated. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and you don't hear that side because I feel like that's more of like inside baseball side to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where we hear, um, you know, oh, he was such a wonderful actor, and he was. But yeah. you know what I mean? You don't hear you hear the dark side of like, oh, his alcohol addiction and drug addiction but you don't necessarily hear like what he was like within the comedy community right 
Didn't I tell you at the beginning not to bring up baseball in front of us because the twins suck right now? <laughs> Didn't you hear me when I told you that? <laughs> no, I'm sure. Care about baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Yes, Tom. That's yes. True. Good point. You're right. That's a very, very good point. No question about it. <laughs> we need. Um, I don't know what to tell you about this because I've talked about this before, but it's getting to more. I guess in a way painful because I love going to the movie theaters, but there's nothing for me to see at the movie theaters. Why are they doing this? Well, it's it's been pretty interesting. Um, PricewaterhouseCoopers just came out with a, a survey and kind of a study, I would say. It's probably the better word to, to phrase it. But they're saying that they are not going to recover to pre-pandemic levels of movie attendance. Now, they're going to out-earn oh, pre-pandemic yeah, levels yep. at the box office because they're going to raise ticket prices to make up for that difference. But even by 2027, people will not be back to the movie theater the way oh, they were in 2019. God. And Hollywood has to adjust for that. And it it's what's going to happen, and this is what we're seeing, a majority of the movies that you will go to see or if you want, you choose to go to see are going to be those big blockbusters, bloated budgets, action yeah. film. Those are the me. ones. Everything else is going to wind up primarily on streaming. It w- if they want to be in the Oscar mix, you have to be out for at least two weeks in a movie theater in like New York or oh, Los sure. Angeles yeah. or Chicago. So those are the smaller movies you'll see. But I don't think we're going to see as many of those like, oh, look, there's something about Mary, which, you know, like a fun comedy, and it becomes a big, huge blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those days are over. They are, aren't they? Now, I just yeah. saw a movie with Ray Romano. I can't remember the name of it, but he wrote it, directed it, produced it, starred in it, the whole shooting match. It's about his young son trying to make the uh, college basketball team, and he's falling in love with this young woman. I thought it was a terrific movie, and I would have loved to have seen that movie, but I don't think it was ever in the theaters, was it? His latest movie? A lot of times they're not, and they go yeah. directly to a streamer. I, I just watched Flaming Hot over the weekend yeah. when Eve yep. Longoria directed. I looked at that, and I was like, there's no way they'd put that in a movie theater these days. I mean, it was a, it was okay, um, but it was one of those situations. I'm like, there's no way they're going to put movies like this in movie theaters. It's too big of a financial risk. Is that, and that's what it is. It's, a, it's obviously a money decision. But, boy, yeah. I would have loved to have sit, sat down with Kath, because Catherine liked the movie a lot, too. To sit down in a movie theater with Catherine with a you know a bucket of popcorn and a soda and watch a movie, I, I love that experience, but there's just nothing. I don't like superhero movies. I never have. I think, you know, I, I jumped the gun because I was like, Asteroid City's out this week. It was only out this week in Los Angeles and New York. Sorry about oh, okay. that. But you guys get okay. it this week. So you lied to us, um, typical. In Minneapolis. Liar. And it's done very well on the indie box office. It looks like it's going to be a hit on a small level as it should. It's only coming out in probably your art house film theaters, Mm -hmm. but definitely worth um, taking a look at. It's uh, done really well so far. And if you're looking for a smaller movie to go into, instead of going to all of your, the flash and everything else, we've got, you know, Indiana Jones coming up soon. We've got, you know, mission impossible coming up soon. You got Oppenheimer. We've got a lot of big movies. Asteroid city should be like a fun, quieter movie. If you want to go to the movie theater, Sit in the cool theater and have some popcorn. By the way, this movie's called Somewhere in Queens. Yeah. That's the name of the movie. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. I was I just looked it up though. Uh, because I love Ray Romano. I do too. Such a He's fan. He's my neighbor. Is he really? Wow. Is he really? He, is. Wow. he lives in the street behind me. That's awesome. He did a movie with Mark Duplass called Paddleton. 
I've never seen that. Very, movie. very indie movie. It was written by Mark Duplass. Him and his brother both wrote it, and him and he started it with Ray Romano. One of the best indie films I think I've I've, I've seen. Ooh, it, Mark Duplass is so good he's too. He's great. Uh, when he did Looking for a Friend for the End of the World, he, that movie was so good. Uh, there was I love him on the Morning Show. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you uh, you love that guy. Uh, but that movie with him and Ray Romano is it's very emotional. Like. Don't watch it with somebody you don't want to cry in front of because <laughs> oof, waterworks were coming out that day. Yeah, but I cry in front of Brittany every day because I have to work with her. Is he that... immediately breaks into tears I'm and I say, get back. to work. <laughs> Make me money, exactly. king. Make me... Oh, yeah, the king after. Oh, God. I'm Morning, king. Morning, king. Morning, king with Fawny. Ah, uh, what the hell. All right, sister. Well, another great report as always. But I, So we're just not going to get back into movie theaters, are we? Uh, not the way you used to. Oh, so, God, I loved honestly, it. the way you used to go to the movie theater, you waved goodbye to that in 2019 before the pandemic. That's too bad because I that that was a great experience to go in, and particularly with the little kids. The last one went and saw Puss in Boots with the grandkids. It was about a month ago, something like that, maybe. Why don't you go take them to see Elemental? Pixar's film just came out. Yeah, we, that's probably what we will do because I love. Yeah. I got to go to the theater. I love and I too. and I don't think family movies are going to go away from the box office. That's such a, an experience, Good. and I think you know Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks are all going to continue to come out with family animated films. I am glad to hear that because uh, yeah, it's it's a great experience. If you there are some people who've never been to a movie now. I met a guy who has never been in a movie theater. It's like what? Well, that's sad. That's such an experience. Yeah. it's a wonderful experience. Like, I, what do you mean you? He said, well, my family has never went to the movies, and now there's nothing to go see at the movies, so I don't go now. Then you have to bad. have that like one experience of sitting in the dark with like a Loved tub it. of popcorn, <laughs> greasy butter. Oh, and, and just like a gallon <laughs> of pop. And oh, by the way, so if good. you've never gone to a movie theater in the ghetto, you got to go. Because it's nothing like going to a movie anywhere else. Because everybody's talking back to the screen. They're making noise. They're ridiculing. I cities like that when I lived in New York. Oh, yeah. Murray Hill Theater, sister. I used to go to the Murray Hill Theater. <laughs> Times Square. You have not been to a real movie until That's the rats true. are running under your feet while you're watching Titanic. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass on yeah. that. If somebody who had to live with rats in Iraq, I will not. I will oh, not go to a theater. Come on. Uh, no. No. One thing I don't miss about New York is subway rats. Ew. <laughs> well, that's good. They better pay their fare like, is all I'm saying. Have like a piece of pizza and they'd be like driving it along. Yes, Jesus. Oh. I'm just trying to catch the number one train. Tell and me. then we romanticize only in New York. <laughs> I know. And I go back to New York now and I'm like, I miss it so much. I weep for it. I love New York. Absolutely loved living there. But my favorite of all time is when that rat has a full piece of pizza, taking it up the stairs. It's like, I'm going to take this to go. I hope you don't mind. Oh He's my literally God. taking it to go. He literally is taking it to go. Pizza rat is a real thing. Pizza, it, it is a real thing. You're absolutely right. Well, that's right. It is called Pizza Rat, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The video mm -hmm. itself. That's very, very cool. But I don't know. I guess I'll just go see kids shows in a movie theater and just, but man, it was one of my great memories being a kid, going to the movies at the Broadway, the Empress and the... Uh, Oh, there were so many great theaters go to back in the day. Kristen, tomorrow will you give us a heads up what is going on with Elemental? Because I feel like that was one that went under the radar for advertisements. And was that their plan and how they did well in the theaters and things like that tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a whole story behind that. Oh, I'd love to hear that. You bet. Thanks. All right, I'm going to go burst into tears because there are no movies coming out that I want to see. 
It's unfortunate. Uh, you don't want to see Asteroid City? Wes Anderson's so good. Barbie <laughs> is coming up. And Barbie. Oh, that's Barbie's right. Let me, be a big let me one. rush to see Barbie. Oh, you shush your mouth. I like the snarkiness of it. It's very snarky. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. I would like that then. Yes. Because I've never been snarky. It's very inside baseball. Okay. Don't say it again. Kristen, run! Get out of here! Get out! I don't want... I don't need you in the you line of fire. Leaving. That's it. You in London. Get out. The kitty's back. Kitty. She's always here. She's, she sleeps. She has a little bed next to me here when I broadcast. But she usually hops up in your lap, but she hasn't been doing that lately. She's sick of uh, me. No, she's, she has a little bed next to me right here. Does she go, Catman? Does she do that? That's it. She knows your origin story. And it's all true. I'll have her speak into the mic. No, we're, Roar. we're not trying to pay her to, Kristen, so get her out of here. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert is up next. This is Tommy B. for our new advertiser, Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors but pulled trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and now brother and sister team Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm, of course, in Elko Newmarket. The best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood, Niemeyer Trailer Sales, truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business, who simply do what they say they will do every time because their names are on the building. And with a huge selection of RV service pros, you will receive satisfied. You're going to leave the place satisfied. You receive great business. You will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. They take care of every memory maker, I mean customer, that comes in their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. 
Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created. And legends are made. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. And you can tell them, Tommy Sench. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert now joins us. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial valuation. Just had lunch with Josh on Friday. Had a great time talking about, God, we used to run into each other all the time. First time was like 40 years ago, I think, something like that. But Dang. Josh is a good man. There's no question about it. And he said all these nice things about me at lunch. And then when I said goodbye, I gave him a little hug. And he goes, oh, we're hugging. And I said, well, I'm not going to let you say all those nice things about me and then not acknowledge it. Oh, we're hugging. That's always a he very went, weird oh, moment as hugging. you're hugging. <laughs> I, I guess. I Sorry. Mean, then you're like, I can't reverse out of it. I could act like I was sneezing. <laughs> no, no, no. I did it on purpose. If yeah. I put you in a headlock or a hug, you're going to know it. Yeah, I think you'll be aware. Beep. That's how it should be. Uh, professor, uh, oh, he doesn't have his glasses on anymore. He's not professor I, anymore. I'm in a weird, like, I need him to read the teleprompter, but I'm just close enough to the screen where I'm kind of not really sure what to do here. I so. want to thank you again publicly because I got up this morning at about, so I guess, 20 to 6, something like that. As I'm yeah. getting ready, I watch the news. Okay. Chris, I am here to tell you, I cannot watch either CNN nor Fox. I can't watch it. It's just garbage on there now. So I tune into Channel 5 every day, and I see you being all professorial with your, with your glasses, you know. But no, I, I, am, I am hoping, and I think this is probably true, local news will never go away because how are we going to make it without local news, right? I, I mean, I would like to think so, but it's such a, it's such a generational thing that, it is, I, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I know our viewership and TV news viewership is very strong. Um, but when you start getting into the younger demographics, I mean, I, I, my, my kids don't turn the TV. I mean, they know what I do for a living, but yes. that's not where they go to get their 
you know, information. So I don't know. It's uh, I'm just hoping to get another 10, 15 years out of it. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. So do you think, uh, God, I hope kids aren't getting their, their news off the internet. Oh, Jesus. In a freaking TikTok, man. Yeah, that's not a good idea at all. You guys are sounding so old right now. Oh, the TikTok, we should trust TikTok because the Chinese are so nice to us. Um, I'm just saying that if you don't pivot with things, you're going to get left behind, clink. So you think it's no, a good it's idea to move toward TikTok just so we don't look old-fashioned? No, I'm not saying that. That's I'm just you saying are. that you You're can't a condemn a whole generation for getting their news a different way. Yeah. I bet people back in the 40s were like, look at all these youngsters getting their news from the TV. I read my news from the paper. Well, that's the devil's box, <laughs> if you ask me. Well, that's not what I said at all for both of you. So you can both it's definitely not what ass. Tom said. But. That's not what I said at all, but the two of you are too dim to understand that. Yeah, because I get my news from TikTok, yeah. and then I do a dance. There, there's a shock. You probably do get your news from TikTok. Here, we'll sell Brittany some other shit that's worthless. Thank you. I'll buy. Makes my hair I'll, shinier. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I, I took it off my phone because it its algorithm is yep. so so amazing. Like I, it's horrifying, and it's awesome all at the same time. It's like you like one mm-hmm. little person video, and then eh, all you're seeing now is little person videos that just keep coming up. That's my new <laughs> funny thing on uh, Instagram. Yeah, but <laughs> it's you- like a little. It's like a little person um, throwing a, like it shows like uh, throwing a shot put and then it cuts to another shot and it's like a pee that hits a guy in the face. Oh, Jesus. Boy, you, I guys, like, you guys have I some like fascinating I like one of those life. videos and now like it's the only thing that comes into my stupid feed. I'm worried for you. This is, a, this is a dark mind we've just my, entered. Tom, I'm with you. Like that, It's not a good place to be going. I have no interest at all in, first of all, like I said, you look at that and everybody, the things they say about you or they think they're talking to you, they would never say that in public, in person. They would never do that. So what value does it have? It's a bunch of candy asses running off at the mouth that we're supposed to acknowledge that? No. Yeah. No way. I like Facebook Marketplace. I do love Facebook Marketplace. That might be the only reason I keep Facebook. Now, what is that? It's like a modern Craigslist because Craigslist is so wonky and you have to send an email, but sometimes there's a delay on it and there's a filter and you can't necessarily reach out to people directly. Facebook Marketplace is pretty slick. You can just like instantly message them and they get back. Well, generally they get back to you Mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Um, so that to me is what's keeping Facebook going in, in my own opinion. Right. I realize people still use it for other things, but. So I do have a question because our, our, and I think it's a worldwide, I know it certainly is a, a big story in America Yeah. that because of exactly what you guys are talking about, if you're getting your news from the internet, um, you're a very poor student now. Do you see that? Do you see the student ratings on reading and arithmetic and things like they're the all time worst they've ever been? And well, it's because of social media. The, or the I, internet, I, think, I should say. I think a lot of people are going to say that that comes back to COVID and some no. of the, uh, like, you don't think so? No. It's just a lot easier. People always take the easy way out now. So what I do is take the easy way out and watch Chris Eggert at 5 o'clock in the morning. Or 5.30 maybe it is. I guess it's 5.30. Thank are you, you on at 5 too? 
Uh, we go on now at 5.30, but the, yeah, the, 530, the, yeah. the news starts at 4.30. Meg and I go on, yep. on an hour later because uh, we're doing Minnesota Live from 9 to 10. So, Also, times have changed. Drive times. You know, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yep. it used to be so much earlier, and now people either work from home or they don't go into the office until nine or ten. We, you guys saw that, and you see that in morning radio, how the dynamic have sh- has shifted so much there with just people's lifestyles are different now, and their work is different. Well, it just came from Hubbard on this show, be first show to ever start at seven a.m. Huh? Yeah. Think of that. Is it really? I don't know of any other one that ever started at 7. Maybe they have, but I've never heard of one. Yeah. Well, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you do see it, and you see – I mean, I work weird hours, so it's hard for me to say, but I I know I'm I'm driving in the afternoon a lot, and, like, it seems like the rush hour goes on in the afternoon from about 2 in the afternoon until about 7, which is weird. Mm -hmm. It used to be more – used to be more consistent and mm-hmm. i don't know it's 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 all over the place it's like movie theaters you guys were talking about that too like i don't know will movie theaters ever go back to what they were like pre-covid probably not no nope. not gonna happen things are different i haven't been to a movie since then i've been to a couple with the kids movies though yeah I've seen kids. I don't think I've seen. Have you guys seen any any dramas or anything like that any, any... i saw the batman when was that i was good yeah, when I was pregnant, and it was great. It was super good. That's good. But it was like five hours long, so I had to go pee about 14 <laughs> times during it. Five hours? Even longer than The Godfather. It felt like... so long, but again, I just had to pee constantly. But Was I, it a couple of hours? It was. I think it was three hours long. Oh or did I make God. that up? See, it's close. I think maybe 2.45, almost three. Yeah, it was crazy. Long. At some point, I was like, we get it. But it was good. I actually mm. really enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I spent twenty bucks on John Wick Four, and I still haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. It's three hours long. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this to me? So I already paid for it, but I haven't watched it. I feel yet. like you could sell that to Bob. He'd buy it from you. Yeah, probably true. That's Bob right. Sansbury is so into John Wick. Sandy. He loves John Wick. Sandy he loves, loves a movie. He loves a movie. He I does. Mean, it's rare I'll hear him say that a movie is bad. He'll just be like, yeah, I watched it. It was great. That was fine. <laughs> you know, like, Everything's great. Yeah, Bob's not exactly a good critic. But luckily for us, streaming television has picked up the uh, pace and uh, picked up the slack. It's phenomenal. Oh, heck yeah. God, is it good. It's so good. You got, no matter what you like, you can get it uh, in large volume. Are you and Catherine still... On shrinking, did you guys still? Yeah, we that went one back. Up? We went back to it. Yeah, yeah, we... yeah. My mom's because my mom's been watching Go Go a bunch, and so uh, she's been watching. I already watched the whole series, and she's been watching it, and she oh, just okay. laughed so hard at it. Well, there's two series, two two of the shows right in the middle that just sucked. They're all noisy and jumping around. It just got really sappy and weird for two episodes. Yeah. But then it returned, and it's good now. Again. It's funny. Yep, it is. Harrison Ford is hilarious. I like every. That. Oh, he's terrific yeah. in that show. He's very, very good. And I love everybody in the damn show. Yeah. But it just for a couple episodes, it got just, I don't know. They Maybe they went on vacation and wrote their own crap or something. I don't maybe. know what happened. I like the idea. Whenever you say it's jumping around, I just have this image of actors just kind of like on. It's kind of what they were doing. <laughs> but yeah. They were jumping around. Yeah, there are so many great. And you find new stuff every day. Every day you can go. Like I, we just found that show, the British show Prey. It's really good, but I don't even know how I just happened upon it. 
Chris, with your schedule and your wifey, do you guys figure out, do you guys watch stuff together or have you just given up that completely? We haven't watched anything together for like at least 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. That's wild. We we, um, started watching the last season of Ted Lasso or what is presumably going to be the last. Right. And like, so like about every three Saturday nights, we might get like uh, an hour to, to, you know, be able to do that. So that's the last, that's the last thing I, I think we watched together, which, so I, we, the last thing we watched prior to that, it was 10 years ago. So not even, Hmm. not even a, this shift is great for some things, but watching stuff with your wife, this is not a good shift for that. You guys should just watch things at different times and write each other elaborate emails about your feels on it. Like a, (laughs) a synopsis. Yeah. You know, Catherine has her shows and I have my shows, but most of the shows we watch together, Catherine and I think a lot alike. I suppose because we've been together for 42 years, that probably would change the way you think, I guess. But, yeah, we we have the same political views, kind of right down the center and not wild about far left or far right. Not You know, we watch the same show. Is that just a lucky thing or did I just cave in? Is that what you're thinking? Probably a little bit of both, right? Okay. But yeah. I, I'm, I would say definitely lucky, though, because yeah. I, you know. <clears throat> She's unbelievable. Went to dinner with, the, well, about, you know, Ralph Basham, Basham Cosmetic Surgery. He and his lovely wife and Kath and I went to dinner last night. Went to Baccio, as a matter of fact, out by Ridgedale. Phenomenal. Did a great, great yeah. job. And just, we were talking about all these different things. My friends, and it's not just everybody kind of just falls in together. We just happen to, to agree on a lot of things. It's had a very pleasant conversation. Um, did you ever start Last of Us? Did you jump on What's, that one? What is Last of Us? That's the familiar. one with Pedro Pascal, and there is it's kind of zombie esque, but it's like a fungi and uh, no, post apocalyptic kind of world. Not my kind of deal. It's pretty dang good. Is it really? Yeah. Is it's it zombies not, though. It's not like. Oh, and they make the clicking noise, too. There's clicker zombies. So when you did that, I thought you were trying to make that noise. Yeah. They're super spooky. But um, it's it's more of survival story than it is. You'll have these these scary zombies, but they really sprinkle them in in a deliberate way, a deliberate way. So do the zombies all do, like, middays? Is that what it is? Hey-o. <laughs> what? I'm just asking a question. Yeah. Did, I'm just uh, saying. I think you'd like it. Did you watch Mrs. Maisel, Tom? I watched the first couple of seasons, didn't care for it. No? Oh, man, it's so good. That's I just, your jam. Yeah. That's like it. your favorite, yeah. which makes sense. It's your industry. Yeah, I just finished it yesterday. Finally got to the end. And I think Catherine and? did too. And it, how did it, you feel like the end was? It, it so made up for the Barry ending. Oh, yeah, that's a term. Like, no, the, the berry was worth the squeeze yeah, or something. No, because, the show berry. Yeah, the show berry with uh, uh, Bill Hader, because that is four seasons and seven episodes of the best television that has ever been made. And then right. that last episode sucks so bad. That's what I heard. It's awful. But boy, Mrs. Maisel really made up for it. The way that's it bad. ends, it ends exactly the way you want it to. You're just, you're super pumped up, and it just, it leaves you with such a nice feeling afterwards. And yeah. it's so much a love story between two people about a comedian and her agent than it is more mm. than anything. It, it's great. That's yeah. awesome. That's how I feel like succession did a good job with their ending too. Like it's the only way it could have ended. Mm-hmm. Period. Never watched that either. I know. And I, you would love that. That's what everybody tells me. I would love that show. Like 
I think the third season, I watched the first two seasons of Mrs. Maisel, I thought were good. The third season, I didn't like at all. Oh. So did well, something happen? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, because then she really starts, they really get in deep with the uh, Lenny Bruce line, the storyline, and then how they all become friends, and then what happens that with the two of them, and uh, it, it, her ex-husband Joel then kind of starts dating, and he's engaged to a woman, and then there's all these dynamics of new people that she's been hanging out with, and I don't know, I think they just did a really good job with it. Obviously, Catherine loves it. Yeah, uh, as, as a comic, it does kind of make you upset that they just make it look like, oh, all you do is just get up there and grab a microphone and <laughs> exactly. just talk, and then people laugh, and you become a billionaire. And you're That's like, what I assume. Bleh. There you go. It drives me nuts. <laughs> but the show in, unto, unto itself is actually very good. What's What she says, she absolutely... I, I did watch the first two seasons. I like, uh, what's his name, Tony Shalhoub? <sighs> yes. I really like him yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. He's really, really good. But uh, I don't know. There's... Once in a while, it just happens with me. I really like something, then I watch an episode, and it's like, oh, God, that sucked. Maybe it's just, maybe it's me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I started, it's weird. Like, I went, what was the one with the the house, uh, Bride's, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, I loved the first couple seasons of that, and then it took a break, and it came back. I, like, once I got away from it, I could not get into it. Like, I tried, and I was like, eh, didn't. So I don't know how it ended. I don't know what happened. Right. Yeah, because it's. I read the the book, and then the the first season was the book was completely just the book through and through, and it was so thought out. The second season, I thought they did a good job, and then I feel like they were like, okay, we have to take this somewhere it doesn't need to be. And I'm with you, Chris. Like it got it was, like I don't know what they were going for, and it felt like it felt like they should have really just done a complete start to finish and thought out the whole like maybe three seasons top. Um, but there was a book then that the hands made tale. It's like the fi- the finality of it, and that book was good. Like I would say that that would have been a continuation of the story wow. and, and enough to just be done with it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it it definitely that 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 kind of television. Well, it's it's impacted our industry too because people have become. It's not a people aren't uh, appointment viewers anymore. They watch when it's convenient for them, right? Like Tom, you guys watch whatever shows you're streaming, you guys watch it when it's convenient to you. It's not a matter of you sitting down in front of the TV every night at nine o'clock, you know, up Matlock's on better sit down and get in front of the TV. And it just doesn't work that way anymore. No, it doesn't. You sit down. Catherine and I do that every night. As a matter of fact, Hey, you want to watch a couple of things? Uh, This one's 45 minutes. This one's an hour. You know, because I still go to bed at about nine 30, 10 o'clock at night. So Mm I don't want to stay up much later than that. But, um, yeah, we, we really enjoy it, and we tend to like the – she's got her shows and I got my shows, but most sure. of the things we like watching together, absolutely. Sure. Which is fun to watch little TV with Catherine. And then the dogs uh, right big, uh, Anybody going to Taylor Swift this weekend? Yes. I mean, I might be. Yeah, maybe I'll make it over there. <laughs> yes, I'm going Friday night. So is Rudy's sister and uh, Kinley, his daughter. And we are going to meet up. We've already traded bracelets, so I've already got that done. What brace? What? You know, I made you those friendship bracelets. Oh, the, God, I thought I threw that away because, no, I, I have it. I, I know right where it is. I could tell that after you said it, you felt bad. <laughs> I didn't feel bad. It was yeah, a you joke. did. The joke just didn't land. No. That was the problem. You said it, and you were like, oh, that was. Um, I am very excited about the concert. I'm 
we've already kind of made game plans uh, about how to get there, and we're a little nervous. Anything about the uh, light rail? Are they going to throw in a later one? Haven't haven't heard anything developing oh, yeah, that yet. Idea. So it's a good idea, which is a big big controversy, right? Um, I don't know. I could go both ways on that because I'm also thinking like a majority of the people who are going to be there have they've all become accustomed to not riding light rail because they're you know they're scared of it or whatever it might mm-hmm. be like i'm kind of wondering if it was running how many people will actually use it other than you know maybe people like you Brittany, who have done it before yeah. and you know what the deal is you're not scared of it you know like during a big event like this, it's the best way to get in and out of there. But. Oh, hands down. And that, well, the thing yeah. is, it's, yeah, I know there's like a lot of younger people going, but at the same time, there's a lot of 30 and 40 year olds that sure. are going who would be elated, but sure. it's nerve wracking to take it there if you don't know how you're going to get back to your car. So right. I think unless they announce that soon, everybody's making other plans, which means everybody's having somebody pick them up, mm-hmm. which is going to be utter chaos oh, for sure um i'm taking the bus i'm parking far away and taking the bus because buses go until about 12 30 at night um and i would highly recommend anybody taking the bus because buses will always get you there yeah, buses are true. like driving on the high up the sidewalk they will get you to mm-hmm. your destination so i hope that's- i hope they throw in just a couple more light rails just to give people the option of going that route yeah i i will see i mean if they're going to do something they're going to have to do it very soon here now so yeah. Um, and then what else was that? Oh, uh, the attorney general's office put out a thing about Taylor Swift tickets that like they're yeah, seeing all that. kinds of scams. what they say all around the country? Yep. So if you think you're getting some last minute, you know, good deal, last minute tickets, like, uh, be careful. Don't use, uh, don't use a, a Venmo or something like that to pay for them. Yes, right. Use a credit card because then you may have a chance to, to get the money back, but. PayPal's good about that too. PayPal's really good about fighting mm-hmm. to get your money back. So yeah, I would say those are good routes to go. Uh, anybody is is your daughter going, Chris? No, no, she's not a Taylor Swift fan. Like likes the Deftones and weird. You know, she's. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like uh, not into it, but she said a bunch of her friends are going. So yeah, I don't know. Don't I'm, don't you call the Deftones weird? They are a great band. Yeah, they're great. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I was just weird. It popped up. I'm like. You like the Deftones? She's like, yeah. I'm like, it's, okay. It's cool. definitely not. She's not the the demo. That is impressive. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, yeah. I, was in, I was in the hospital once when I was like 14. The day a new Deftones record came out, and it's, it's called Around the Fur. And my mom goes, "Is there anything I can get for you?" And I was like, "Can you go out to Sam Goody and buy Deftones <laughs> Sam Goody, baby. around the fur?" And my mom's like, "Yes, I'll do that." So she went out there, to, you know, to go buy me the new record. And she walks up to this young kid and goes, "Excuse me, young man, I'm looking for this this album from a band called the Deftones. It's called Fur Around the Hole." Perfect title. So your mom bought you porn. <laughs> yeah. That's the conclusion. Yeah, she came back and she was like, "I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what it was." called i just said fur around the hole and the guy's like ma'am do you mean around the fur and she's like okay whatever <laughs> just get me out of it i want to so leave what is around the fur what does that mean i have no idea but that's the name of the record it's around just called around the fur, the fur. yeah I have well, no she might idea. have been right though yeah so but it was uh it was funny because she was so embarrassed because my mom is just like the sweetest most christian woman ever and the fact that she said this <laughs> it came out of her mouth and she was so embarrassed that's funny my grandma bought me purple rain 
she bought me the Purple Rain um, mm-hmm. cassette. It's still one of my favorite memories of her. And I'm like thinking, God, if she heard Darling Nikki or oh, she knew yeah. what was on that <laughs> tape. Oh my God. The sweetest woman in the world. That's, and I'm like, uh, Were you really excited? Was that something you wanted? Yeah, it was super cool. I remember we were like Shopco or someplace like that and got the old uh, cassette. That's big. so sweet. Yeah, that was big. Magnificent. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff going on, but most of it's really sad and depressing, so we'll just leave it at that. Nice. I'm looking at the front page of the new Star Tribune. Every story is depressing as a son of a bitch. Well, he had like five, those five girls killed on Friday night. Just absolutely heartbreaking. And there are... There's all sorts of stuff floating around on social media about who the driver of the car was. People have probably heard that. I think we're waiting to get the name from police, which I don't think they've released it yet. So I have a question for you, and I'm not going to throw any names out there. But from what I was told, if it is the same kid they think that it is, that he already was in jail for killing another person. I read. I so you saw the same thing. Yeah. So he's killed but I six people. I don't know. I don't know where we're at on the right, the right. gathering of. I, I do know that if the police would have put out the name, I'm assuming we would have said it. So I, I'm not sure yeah. where we're at on that. But it, that that's going to be something that's going to be developing in the next couple of days. You know, it's interesting. They do mention the name in, in the Star Tribune, though. Is it in this morning's? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's exactly where I saw it. I'll have it's... to go look. I didn't. Yeah, I don't want to hang it on anybody until we know for sure no, that's who it is, no, obviously. For sure, for sure. But five young Somali girls, actually. And they mm-hmm. were, weren't they on their way to some celebration with their friend? I think yeah, that's was, what they were doing. They, they're all just, you know, young, beautiful girls. and eh. Very um, sad. I'm going to go eat donuts on Minnesota Live right now, though. So that'll be All cool. right. Well, donut it up, buddy. All right. Happy Donut Monday. Happy Donut Monday with Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Keep your glasses on so you can see the donut. Okay. So you look smart, even though you're saying some real dumb stuff. I don't think he looks that smart either. I just think, you know, it's one of those. He looks, I think he looks dapper. I like you in glasses. Listen, it's uh, thank you, blood pressure. Let's. I'm going to get that taken care of by eating donuts. By walking? <laughs> yeah, that'll help a lot. Get your steps in? Yes, and walking. All right, uh, guys, have uh, a good day. Sounds good. Chris hey, Eggert, man. ladies and gentlemen, the news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert, we shall take a break. Be right back. Continuing right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. 
Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. It is indeed. All right, I gotta I gotta catch up with some stuff with you guys because yeah. I'm trying to figure out my week. Yeah. Is that boat trip that that's this week? Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't art well, you probably could get away with it. I was yeah. gonna say if you didn't RSVP. <laughs> yeah. I think you could get away. I think you could get on that boat if you needed well, to. Well, if I didn't RSVP, I might have to skip it then. No, I think they would let you on the boat. What time is that again? 
And where where are we supposed to be? We're supposed to be at Hubbard or something by some certain time? You can leave with the uh, shuttle from Hubbard, but uh, you can also drive yourself. It is kind of a pain to park around there because yeah, I have been there before. But yeah, yep. but just because of my schedule, because I basically have to leave from there and then go north after that. So I'm going to have to oh, drive, okay. yeah. That sounds so romanticized. Then I have to head north. <laughs> so what time do you have to be at the at Hubbard to be on the bus? I think 12.30. 12.30? Yeah. Okay, so I can make that. Yeah. And then we get back around 5 or something? Mm-hmm. And then we have something else. Is that next week? That's the following week, next Wednesday, the 28th. Oh, that's, the, so there's 21st and 28th week. Yeah, so Wednesday we have okay. a th- yeah, thing with Hubbard, and then the three of us have a thing next Wednesday that we got to do behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I just have yeah. Rudy Hangs. That's that. Oh, that was a video thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's your Rudy week? Hang. I don't know what when I put it in or why I put Rudy it in, but it says Hang. Rudy Hang. I didn't know. He just said I thought we were doing something that I had You're to not disaster. leave here for. Yeah. Okay, so it's Wednesday and Wednesday and Wednesday. Yes. So 21st, 28th. Mm-hmm. All right, I just want to make sure I got all that stuff. Done. I literally, honest to God, I've been working like 12, 14 hours a day, and I am exhausted still. Hey, you want to go to a live broadcast of on? Um, this Thursday, you want to go to Chan Hassan Dinner Theater with no, me? No, I do not. All right. So what? What are you going to see at Chan Hassan Dinner Theater? Uh, Lori and Julia doing a live broadcast. Oh, are they really? I feel like you'd love it. I feel like you and Catherine deal? would love going. That's an after. And where is it? Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. Oh, they are okay. So that's not that far from my house. Fifteen anyway. minutes from your house tops. What time? Three to six. But you don't have to be there the whole time. Just pop in. Three to six. Catherine get a big old <laughs> glass. They say and wine. They're, the wine that they serve is in like a giant. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Goblet. I Catherine, she knows Julia better than Lori, I think, though. I, she met both of them at my baby shower. I think she'd talk to Julia more than more than. It'd be pretty epic if you Lori. rolled in oh, man. to the live broadcast. Why would they care? Because they like you. Well, they don't even know me. Uh, they, you met Lori, and she yelled at you about fake nipples, so yeah, I'm pretty she, sure you're in the family now. About 35 years ago, she tried to sneak some fake nipples on the show, and I never <laughs> understood the point. <laughs> you're like, we, we only have real nipples on yes. this show. But I will tell you something. It was not me. That was I Dave know, Hamilton. but it's funnier. What is she pissed off at me for? I didn't do it. Hamilton fu- did it. Listen, I've been yelled at by both Lori and Julia in a very, like, the aunts that you've always wanted kind of way. And I love it. Like, I love them. And I love their bluntness. And I love it. Like, so what do they yell at you about? No, like, we, you know, they'll be like, you need to pay attention. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> well, you <laughs> never like pay that. attention. But you never pay attention. I can't afford to pay attention. Why not? Get it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the lamest joke I've ever heard. And you know it's not mine. I'm so poor I can't pay attention. Dun, dun, dun. You're supposed to throw the I'm poor in front of it, though. I know, but I thought it'd be funny if I joke. just threw out I can't afford to pay attention. You set up the joke. So they're all going to be at this boat deal anyway, aren't they? No, because they they're on air. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. They're on air three to six. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on Low J tonight. I'm going to Tootsie tomorrow. What's Low J? Lori and Julia tonight. Oh, it's Low J, is it? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be Low Jew? I'm trying to get it on their no, no, show. No, answer me. Low Jew? Yeah, Low, low J. Low J is like, is like just, yeah, low. J-Lo, but different. I know, but if you're going to go L-O, I want you to just go L-J instead I'm of Low J. I'm them turning into Low Job, like throw a B on there for Britney. Mm-hmm. You should go over there. I think that would be a great idea. I do go over there all the time. put up with your bullshit anymore. You think that you would have... you? It's different time, baby. I'm, I'm, you're never getting rid of me. <laughs> oh, God, wonderful. That's just great news for the rest of my life. How long have I known you now? You were, what, about 21? I was 20 when you met me. You were 20, 36 20, Yeah, I think I was either 19 or 20. I think I was 20. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, we're not. You and I, we're going places. Lifetime of torture. Um, That's all I'm saying. 
yeah, this is going to be a fun week. No, and I went over there last week, I'll be honest. You know, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I you're fine. Last week. Those people were so incredibly nice over there. It was yeah, they like you. I don't know why. It's because I built I you get... up, bro. Oh, so like, you lied to him? I was like, he's great. He's amazing. Uh-huh. Actually, yeah, I talk about you all the time. People watch that, listen to the show all the time. And they, uh, they, it, they like you. I don't know what, why that they like you. I don't understand it either. I don't get it. Although a friend of mine told me that he was walking behind two people. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy was talking about how much he just hates anything I've ever done. That's fine. And you know why he hates everything I, I, I've ever done? Why? All he ever does is talk about how much he loves his wife and kids. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry I'm happy, unlike your lame ass. Uh, do you ever call Catherine a goddamn disaster? Of course. Right to her face? No. <laughs> <laughs> My mom asked me that. My mom's back in town. You're She's right probably listening right now. Disaster. She goes, do you think he would call Catherine that? I go, he goes, do you think he'd call Alex or Catherine that? I go, he definitely has called Alex that to her face. Yes. I don't know, because you treat Alex like you treat me, and it's perfect. But, like, I don't know if you would call Catherine that to her face. Yeah, let me think about it. And get, I'll get back to you on that one. I don't know. Maybe not nah, too big a sugar tits. I don't know, because it's more of, like, uh, tagline that it is you're actually attacking anybody. No, that's true, yes. That's so I don't true. know. I really was. We really sat there the other night trying to figure out, like, if that's something you've ever said to her. I don't know. I'll have to ask. Because she ask would her. remember. Yes. She would remember if I did. I guarantee I should it. text her and ask her. But we ask her on the family show and then get back to me tomorrow. Turtle dove. Get her in here. But isn't it funny that it's you're happy with the people you're with and therefore you like to talk about, you know, the good times you have with them and other people get offended by it. People, that guy decided not to like you already. Exactly. And that's fine. And look, I agree with your wife for dumping you. <laughs> what you now you're going after his life? Well, they walked right into it. Uh, I mean, if you're going to stroll into it, tough diddy. Um, I thought no. you were talking to Brittany. I was like, is there part of your life I don't know about? <laughs> My wife yeah. left me. <laughs> My, yeah, her wife left her. It was terrible. I would love a wife. Ooh, Better zooey mama. Better tell your husband that. He knows that I, we both would love a wife. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Like better than you? Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, my God. If somebody who was good at, like, typical wife stuff, we both mm-hmm. we both are a hot mess. We both barely, like, the day Carol texts in, like, you forgot to bring formula, and we both look at each other like, ah. Uh, <sighs> we're both dropping the ball constantly. Can you handle it now? No, we'll see. We're working on it. Okay, so we got everything decided. Oh, and then the other thing was, hmm. uh, my next door neighbor, Mike, and I don't know if I brought this up to you guys or not. I think maybe I did, but... But midweek last week, he was walking along, and there were two guys. And one guy said, God, I'd love to listen to, uh, you know, I used to love to listen to the KQ Morning Show, but I can't listen to that anymore, and I just wish Tom was back on the air. And he goes, no, no, he is back. He's back on a podcast at Hubbard. And he goes, no, he's not. He's yeah. retired. Oh. I saw it on television that he retired. Ah. What those pricks did to me with that is really uncalled for. Yeah. And I, they were probably drunk when they did it, because they usually were. Yeah. But, you know. I once quit... Uh, that company and there was a rumor that it was because I was pregnant and I was like, no, I just want to leave. No, I so that was from you. That was like the narrative was like, oh, it's because she's pregnant. And I was like, first off, 
I don't think you quit a job when you're pregnant. Like that's usually yeah, when you go. Not. Yeah. I'd yeah, like to yeah. use my benefits now. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine just got up, upgraded. I guess you could call it upgraded to program director of a radio station in Las Vegas, and it just happened two weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, he said he woke up one morning and his ex program director had sent an email out at 1:30 in the morning, stepping down. And I was like, Ooh, I don't think that was his call. I think no, it, probably it comes, not. It comes at 1:30 in the morning. No. I think there is something else going on behind yeah. those scenes. He's yeah. like, Dude, we had, he sent that email and never stepped foot in the building again. I was like, Yeah, there's, there's yeah. something going on. Yeah, know? that's very true. Mm-hmm. Is he working at K Luck? Not K Luck, but Damn. Comp K O M P. K O M P. I don't mm-hmm. know that one. Yeah, it's been an active rock station for oh, a long active time. Rock. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Uh, our sales guru. Bernie wrote in, Tom called me a disaster for the first time on Friday. I now feel loved and part of the club. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. That's very true, actually. That's very true. Bernie and I get along really well. Barney and Bernie. Right? Why wouldn't you? See, right there. Actually, I have yet to meet someone over there that I don't get along with. I'll find someone. Give it time. No, it'll happen. There's I know no a couple. I was going to say, Rudy's got you, your number there. Maybe I'll just go in the building. When I go in the building on Wednesday and go, God, I hope Stan Hubbard's not here. What do you think? Don't. Why are you causing trouble? They don't know we exist over here, <laughs> yeah. and the paychecks keep clearing. Yeah. Let's just keep laying low. So they do keep clearing. That's good. Yes. No, I love working for Hubbard. Always have. Whether it was in radio or doing voiceover, you know, for the TV, uh, TV news and all that stuff, they've, they've always been great to work with, and that's why I came back here. Yeah. I mean, there are other people I could have could have ended up with, but what the hell? This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.